Today, we're talking about how do customers prefer to contact businesses? Pretty important question, because let me tell you, it's not only pricing that wins over customers these days, but customer service. So you got chat box, you got text messages, you got messenger and so on. So it's really becoming increasingly easy for customers to get in touch with businesses. So what do they prefer? So we're going to talk about all the different ways available for customers, what they like best and some important takeaways to ensure that your business is offering the right tools to communicate with your customers. So let's get going. Welcome to Marketing and a Mic. Sarah and I are here today to talk to you about a digital marketing subject. And I know we've got a great one today, don't we? Oh, we sure do. So, you know, in a recent survey from Lead Ferno, they actually published a really awesome article. Um, it showed all the different methods available to communicate with businesses like text, like live chat, like messenger, like social media. And believe it or not, this is what was really interesting to find, which is our first takeaway is that consumer age sort of drives the communication preference. And I'm going to give you some stats to prove this point. So it showed that the most popular method for to contact businesses was between with the most, I'm sorry, the most popular message was social media with consumers between the ages of 25 and 34. So that's may not be a, a little bit of a surprise or not to you, but nearly 59% of customers 55 and up overwhelmingly preferred to contact a business by phone. So yes, you just saw that thing called a phone. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that you actually talk on. You can do other things besides text or myth and message. But anyway, that's kind of cool. And another fun fact is that 65% of people that were ages 18 through 34 believe that social media is an effective channel for communication and customer service. So they're looking there, not just on the phone. Well, 75% of people aged 55 and over, they're not really wanting to talk to you on social media or messaging or anything like that. Isn't that wild? So what should be the key takeaway of these stats? Well, if your customer base is made up of an older demographic, then it's extremely important that you have those communication channels in place. So make sure that your business has a real person that they can call on the phone and speak to during business hours. But on the flip side, if your target market is more millennials or Generation Z, make sure that you have several digital forms of communication available, like on social media, messenger and text. Really crazy. Yeah, it's so funny to me because the younger generation likes all that digital stuff, yet they are very, very customer service driven. Yes. So we've talked about that before. I just think that's interesting. Um, so according to another survey from Microsoft, 63% of millennials will begin their customer journey online. And one and two will definitely complain on social media or leave a bad review. So you have to make sure that customer service is there. You're right. I mean, they may not want to talk on the phone, but boy, they want to still have that same level of customer service. And if you don't deliver it, they will be right there complaining about it on social media, leaving a bad review. But on the flip side, 55% of this younger generation actually will praise a brand on their customer service level if it is a really high quality customer, a customer experience. 
So the ease of communication is an extremely important factor with younger generations. And the ease of communication, what that really means is having multiple outlets for them to communicate through. Um, and the also, also the other takeaway is they aren't afraid to call you out or praise your business because of it. That's true. It, versus, I guess it would be worse if all they want to do is complain. But I do think that they give a fair shot and they like to really talk about places and businesses that have given them good service to and share that. So yes, yes. Recommendations. Yeah. That's for sure. That's pretty cool. So here we go. The stage of the buying journey impacts what type of communication people prefer. So mm-hmm. you got to think about this. How does your business interact with customers when trying to resolve an issue or answer questions? Because despite the advancements in email, chat services, and all of those things, phone calls are still the best means of dealing with something with people that have like immediate concern, especially um, complaints. And that's across all ages. And I think we can identify with that. You know, when you're having an issue or a concern, you really want to get trite to talking to a person straight away. But that being said, nearly three quarters prefer texting as a mean to communicate with businesses provided a real person is texting back. And that was a survey done from Podium in 2021. So half of these customers said that they'd be more likely to respond to a text if they knew if the person actually introduced themselves so that they felt like they were uh, dealing with a live person. I'll tell you, I can attest to that because even when I do like my grocery cart delivery, I like when they say, hi, this is, you know, Caleb, I'll be doing your shopping. And I feel like, okay, I'm even though they're texting me, I'm talking to a real person. So I have a lot more confidence. Yeah. And I think people, lose interest and they're getting tired of the chat bots and all of that a little bit because you know especially when businesses are closed when you want an answer I hate those things that take you to another question and another question another question anyway I I have to move on but (laughs) I I want a real person too so what's the takeaway from this all right although communication again has Taken on many forms over the years, customers still prefer that real person, just like we talked about, especially when handling disputes, payment issues, troubleshooting answers, all when the problems come up, they want somebody to answer to it. Consumers also value text messaging with small local businesses as long, and again, how many times can we say this, that it's handled by a real person, not the robots, not the chatbots, all of that. I, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, you know, when you, when you've got that chat bot and you, you've put out your question and then they're like, did we answer? Was it helpful? And I'm like, no, you know, and then they're like, here's three articles that maybe help. I'm like, I don't want to read an article. I want to talk to somebody. Like that's not working. Yeah. I'm like, was that helpful? I'm like, no, it was not. But anyways. All right. So Let's talk about this too. So we talked about more complex customer service issues and what that preference is. So if it's a simple customer service task, like we're, you know, the majority of the customers actually prefer the automated self-service options, such as a website or a mobile app. And that makes sense. So over half these consumers say that the main reason, and I love this, I love this, this, this little bit of stats. The main reason they cannot resolve an issue on their own is because there's too little information available on the company's website. That is why it's so important. They're going to go to certain places to try to get their answer. And if 
your answer is not available to them or a way to contact, they're going to be frustrated. That's exactly right. So what's this, the best thing to do right now? Take a look at your website. <laughs> Take a look at it uh, from a user's perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, how complex, you know, is it to maneuver? And how do you resolve issues with your business? Can it be handled through quick messaging? Or can you provide a real person to provide that optimal customer experience that they, you know, that your customer or prospect expects. So take kind of take a survey of your own thing that you have going right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great point because again, it's like look at the complexity of resolving issues, like you said. Is it something that's pretty straightforward to where they don't really need a live person or to wait on hold or to get something? They could just go online and kind of handle the process that way. But if not, if it's something that is more complex and does require a human, well, of course, make sure that you have that in place um, yeah. and have those options on your website. Because, my gosh, do not make them. Yeah, do not make them have to navigate all over the place and then get frustrated. So we talked about, you know, various different types of communication. So let's talk about something that's coming up a lot, which is text messaging versus live chat versus messenger. So it comes down to all these messaging methods, we'll say. So which is sort of trending upward? So you would be surprised to hear that according to Lead Ferno's recent survey, text messaging has increased nearly 11% from 2020 and actually 20% from 2019. So from 2019 today, we've seen a 20% increase overall in text messaging as a communication preference. So this uptick... I would, my takeaway from this would be a good indicator that text messaging is steadily making its way into customer service worlds and something that they don't mind. Yeah, I love this. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that part of it. Um, More businesses, though, right now are offering two way texting as a communication channel. So they're kind of catching on to this. Or if you're not catching on to it, you need to, because this is going to enable your users to have an actual conversation with the business or with Mm -hmm. your business. So another surprise from the survey was that text messaging is actually distancing itself from live chat or messenger, which I was kind of surprised. But I mean, messenger actually took a six point five percent drop in 2020 versus text messaging. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And this was just something I was thinking about, too, is you also think about all those spam stuff that you get. So maybe, you know, maybe and I I don't know for sure, but maybe the text messaging, it does feel when it's actual live person, you know, does feel um, a little bit more trusting. You know, who knows? But the survey did conclude that one in four customers prefer text messaging to operate with businesses, which tells us that the human element being added to texting is becoming a greater benefit to consumers because we still feel like we're having a conversation. Um, So that's that's important. Yes. So the type, though, of SMS content consumers want, we have to talk about this. So as we mentioned earlier, the age of the customer and the stage of buying journey influence how consumers do prefer their communication. So since text messaging is trending to be on the rise, let's take a look at the type of content that consumers are really wanting via those text messages. Yeah, because like anything, you don't want to be bombarded with something that's just going to make you be like, this isn't even anything I want. And then next thing you know, you're putting texting stop to stop the camera. Stop, stop, stop. Um, 
Okay, so the top marketing messaging customers like to receive is promotion. So 64% of those surveyed said they would like incentives. They don't mind receiving incentives via text messages. What are incentives? Uh, incentives? We're talking about promo codes. We're talking about discounts. We're talking about coupons from local businesses. And this is kind of followed by loyalty offers or benefits of like, hey, join now and save this. So if, if, if that comes in through a text message, it's non-intrusive enough and it gives us an instant benefit that we're willing to dive into it. Yes. And I love this next one, especially right now where people, their inventories are low and um, supply and demand's low right now in the world all over for every type of product and service. But 35% of customers said that they'd like the feature to receive a back in stock message when the local business or invitations or even invitations from upcoming events. So, um, you know, people are out of stock with a lot of stuff. So let people know when you have it or send them an invitation to your event. The takeaway from this is that customers are responsive to the text messaging, particularly, particularly, (laughs) still didn't get it out. What are we covering? Live people. Make sure you have a live person involved. (laughs) Yeah, make sure. Yes. Um, Don't you love that? I love it because I feel like it's a more personalized experience. And again, I talk about like my grocery shopping, which I don't have time to go grocery shopping. So I like to do it all online. And I love it when they're telling me like, this is out of stock. Would you like this or da, 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 da. And I just absolutely love it because it's personalized and we all love that. So let's talk about just sort of the key takeaways from all these uh, statistics that we just shared with you. So the first thing offers several forms of communication. And we talked about at the top of the show that who your demographic and who your target audience is, is a good indicator of, you know, what type of communication they prefer. But that being said, you know, out of all customers, so out of all customers, nearly 60% begin their shopping experience online. So that's important. So whether they're of the the older generation or the younger, they still begin online over overwhelmingly. So 66% of these consumers use at least three different communication channels to contact businesses. So think about that, you know, of all of them, they're going to go online, but some of them are going to start this way. So we're going to start that way. So what this tells us is that convenience is the key. So knowing your customer and offering several different forms of communication is really going to be the best way to deliver a great experience for them. Exactly. And the next thing, number two, take it a step further. You want to dive into omni-channel marketing. What's that mean? I mean, amazing technologies are coming around and emerging emerging and changing the ways that people communicate with businesses. Omni-channel marketing provides ability, and I know some people don't like this and think it's creepy and weird, but you can gather data about your customer in order to personalize every interaction that they have with your brand. Mm -hmm. So they feel like they know you better. Um, Understanding and even acknowledging what they want and need enables you to I mean, you're going to be able to provide a better buying experience. And I think that helps win them over a lot of times. I do too. And I know it kind of seems intrusive, but truly when you feel like your things are being remembered and stored and you can go right back to where you left off, to me, I think that's such a convenience. You know, we're so busy. I don't want to start all over. So, and you know, finding me where I'm at, you know, if I'm online here and you just pop up right there, I, I like it because it's just like a gentle reminder uh, to help me, you know, and just personalize it. So I think it's a good, good thing. Now, now this is the third tip that we want to bring to you, which is 
you know, we say it over and over again because we still see it all the time, but make sure that you have a mobile responsive customer service portable. Because here's the thing, 79% of millennials interact with businesses by their mobile device, 79%. A third of all customers use their mobile device to initiate contact with customer service. Because you think about if you've got something going on, you know, you're just going to pick up your phone and want to go straight to customer service. So Whatever communication channels you create, please make sure that they are responsive on every single device. I can't even believe we have to still talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I ran across a non-responsive website last week. Anyway, make sure that it is user-friendly and that has to be mobile. And number four, know your customer. Oh my gosh, I know. We sound like a broken record, but knowing your customer is essential. I mean, it just mm-hmm. is in every aspect of your marketing, including what we're talking about today, which is communication. How are you reaching them and getting back to them? So take inventory of your demographics, of your customers. You've got to know who these people are, who's buying your stuff, and then align everything and all of your channels around that. Yes, absolutely. you got to do that research so that you know where to find them. And you got to make sure you're making it easy on them. So yeah, that's a wrap for us. And we, as a reminder, we just want to let you know that we go live every week on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And you can catch the replay on Instagram. And if you're watching or listening to our podcast, please make sure you subscribe and drop us a review if you're enjoying it. And as always, you've got our YouTube channel, Fusion One Marketing. So make sure you subscribe to that too, so that you can keep getting ongoing content that we put out on digital marketing. Yes. Yeah. So that's a wrap and we will see you all next week. Bye.